Hey there! Are you tired of waiting for the next episode of It's Probably Not Aliens? Well, we've got some good news for you. On Nebula, our streaming service, you can get access to all our episodes a week early. That's right, you'll never have to wait again to hear Scott and I debunk the latest ancient astronaut theory or get a movie fact wrong. But that's not all. Nebula is home to dozens of content creators we know you like, so you can find all your favorites in one place. Plus, we post content on there that you won't find anywhere else. And the best part? By signing up for Nebula at nebula.tv slash probablynotaliens, you're directly supporting the show and both of us. So don't wait any longer. Join Nebula today and listen to the next episode right after this one. Can I just tell you, Kevin, I don't know how Tristan does this week to week. I don't know how Tristan does. I don't know how Tristan does this week to week and also the other things that he does, like his own YouTube channel like, and being a father, be, being, <laughs> like, a, being a daddy. That's the uh, I don't a, know how he does it. I, I'm not sure either. I mean, I the, that's the thing about Pixel It is it's literally just me and Phil reading a book and then coming on to the podcast and be like this fucking book. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I mean, because I, Tristan always talks about like how, oh yeah, I, I just work it into my schedule. It doesn't take me too long to, you know, to, to research all these things. I have spent the last three hours just trying to understand this one concept. Yeah. Uh, and I, I still feel like I barely scratched the surface. And even then I finished it like literally at the time we were supposed yeah. to start this call, like yeah. right under the wire. You, I was you, like, I think that, I think it's done now. <laughs> you, you DM'd me at like eight Oh one. Yeah. So I was a little bit late even. I think. Um, oh yeah, no, he, I, I'm, I don't know how anyone does does anything to be honest i don't know how anyone does anything i don't think i could i mean this this is one of those rare episodes where i'm taking charge and i have i'm i'm i like it i'm having fun with it i could not do this every single week no. but i'm glad to be doing it with you this week kevin from pixel it hey we started a podcast the podcast has started now. hey look at that we're look, doing it we're doing it okay we're starting now 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 right then okay. when i did it so yeah. we've already we've already started hey everyone this is a podcast called it's probably not aliens where uh we look at ancient astronaut theory ancient aliens the tv show on history channel and we debunk a lot of their you know claims and uh, along the way we learn about the uh, real world history of people and places and cultures and things and ideas my name is scott nicewander i am typically the host of this show that knows nothing i show up ready to learn thanks to my buddy tristan who's usually here doing all the research but instead we're trying to get a little uh, ahead of schedule here so i am taking the reins and i've brought back a lovely guest to this show kevin from pixel it how's it going i'm i'm great and i am so happy to be back on this show and I get to be the beautiful bald boy who knows nothing in this episode. That's so right. That's that's I know. grew hair just for this episode <laughs> so that I could <laughs> I could be like Tristan more. <laughs> I love it. It's it's a it's a nice full head of hair. Uh, Thank you. Those of you who are just who are listening to this, uh, you are really missing out. It is a one night only affair of of mm-hmm. Scott Nicewander really oh, yeah. showing what he can do with his hair. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, I mean, it's as long as my hair has ever been in recent memory. Uh, and by that, I mean it's maybe half a millimeter long right now. So <laughs> A glorious mane. <laughs> we're getting there. Uh, Kevin, do you want to really quickly, for people who don't know, explain what Pixelit is and where people can listen to it? Yeah, uh, sure. So Pixelit is a podcast that I have with my uh, good buddy Phil and we read, recap, and review video game novelizations and tie-ins. And does that sound super specific? Boy, howdy it is. (laughs) 
<laughs> and you can find us on anywhere that podcasts are sold for free mm-hmm. and uh, on YouTube too. We have we have a YouTube channel where we post our pods in video form That's so you right. can see us in our full glory talking about these books that you have never heard of nor probably want to read. <laughs> But that's why you read it. That's why we read it. We read it for people. That's right. And it's, I mean, it's genuinely such a hilarious and delightful show. You gotta, you gotta check it out, folks. It's good. We're going to have links in the descriptions of everything. And last time you were on the show, do you remember what we talked about? Uh, did we talk about, did we talk about weather? Like We talked about weather. Yeah. We sure did. (laughs) We talked about how all weather is really just aliens. Yeah, that makes who sense. Control the weather and do things like earthquake lights. They make plateaus. That's right. Flatlands, you know? They do all this stuff. Aliens do it. And in that episode, we teased that a big part of this section on ancient aliens for ancient astronaut theory is the hollow earth theory and at that time we recorded that episode a while ago i said that i really needed a full episode to dive into this and this is that episode folks so i had to bring kevin back to get his thoughts as i believe you are the foremost scholar on earth sure you're not only are you physically on earth but you're also the the scholar uh who knows the most about earth is that correct that is uh we can we can we can pretend that that's true uh okay i'm you know i'm all for the yes and They have Earth in video games. They have Earth in video games, and they have not Earth in video games. Oh. And let me tell you, who is more of an expert on Earth? Somebody who has only been to Earth or somebody mm. who has been to other planets yes. in, in pixelated simulations of yes. those planets? You need something to compare it to. Checkmate atheists. That's... <laughs> <laughs> so this is the claim. If you're not familiar with hollow earth theory, uh, season 10, episode six of Ancient Aliens claims that in 2014, scientists announced that they found what they believe to be a vast body of water three times the volume of all our oceans combined. And it's located in a mineral layer 400 miles inside of the earth. All right. Wow. And so right out of the gate, I just want to say this is true. This is a true thing that scientists did discover in 2014. However, the framing of it on ancient aliens is incredibly misleading. But we are going, (laughs) if you can believe it, Kevin. (laughs) What? Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Is the ancient aliens on the history channel? It's on the history channel. They fact check everything two or three times. They fact check it all. This one just slipped by. Right, this one just right on by him. Okay. Unbelievable. But we're going to get back to that. We're going to get back to how this is misleading a little bit later in the episode. But from here in Ancient uh, Aliens, in that episode, they go on to use this discovery to then say that this idea shakes the very foundation of what we know about the composition <sighs> of our own planet. Ooh. Which is like, that's fair enough to say. Yeah. But then they go on to immediately say, could we have another Earth inside of our Earth? You know, because you know that that tracks from that one tracks. point to the other. And I yeah. have I have I have issue with the phrasing that it shakes the very foundation because if it's mm-hmm. water, would right. it be more like it jiggles the very foundation? It jiggles it. <laughs> it might be fair to say that it it's this idea is making waves making in the waves. scientific community. Yeah. Or I, that the ideas that we had initially are now sinking. History Channel, step up your puns. Come on. Get it, it together. You, you, this is it is the only purpose of your show is to just pun us to death 
with these. Entertain us, meme us, meme do us. it all. Yeah. So they take it. So here's the big question, right? Could we have another Earth inside of our planet Earth? And this sounds like a wild question, mm. but Ancient Aliens is not the first show, not the first place to reference this idea. Have you heard of the hollow earth theory before? Is this new to you? Yeah, no, it's, it is not new to me. I have, I've heard it tangentially before on mm -hmm. other podcasts that talk about uh, conspiracy theories and things like that. So yeah, I'm aware of hollow earth and hollow moon and all that oh, sure. stuff about, you know, everything is hollow. There's nothing in yeah. it. There's things, there's things that you don't expect are in it. And the man is just keeping it under wraps because that's right where our minds could not take it our minds couldn't take it and we're gonna actually get to that exact <laughs> thing that you mentioned just now in just a second uh we have done it occurs to me that we've done an episode uh about the hollow moon also uh, yeah. it was a grab bag episode we did with mildred from thought slime so you can go listen to that uh very fun episode but now we're doing the earth. Now we're doing the earth, Kevin. All right. Let's let's hack the planet. Bigger, bigger, <laughs> better. It's the sequel <laughs> to the hollow moon of hollow earth. Uh, I'm sure many people have heard of this idea. Uh, it's very famous in things like Journey to the Center of the Earth. That's uh, a very popular work of yep. fiction or nonfiction. If you, I don't know. Who knows? Ooh. I mean, there's all sorts of stories of like mole people. Don't they do it in the time machine? Isn't that a, uh, doesn't he go under the... I'm I'm sure they do. That sounds like that it. That sounds like a thing. I'm sure that Doctor like Who has done Hollow Earth stuff too. It's it's Do out there. Yeah. Doctor Who did do Hollow Moon because it was an egg. It was an it was egg. Like a, it I was remember like a that space episode. alien egg. Yeah. And I'm sure they've done the or the Hollow Earth. Every like science fiction staple has to have some sort of hollow earth in some capacity. It's it's at this point it's just like it's a it's a fixture of the genre, I feel. Yeah, it's a subconscious, you know, fascination with Russian nesting dolls. That's a, I mean, <laughs> you're not off cuz that's that's what a lot of of a lot of, that's what a lot of these like models of how a hollow earth sort of sort of looks we'll take it exactly there so one of the first legitimate people to to try and take this idea and tackle it scientifically was edmund haley of haley's comet fame have you heard of it have i've you heard, heard of, of this that comet? comet it's a big deal it's a big one people yeah. like it i actually don't is that is it looks like a big deal because it's just like consistent and regular and people can look at it i, I think it's a big deal because uh yeah it it happens is Haley's Comet, the one that happens every hundred years. Is it a hundred? That sounds like a lot. Did I miss it? Is there? Oh, well, we'll never know. Every 75 years. 75, uh, okay. It, 1986 was the last time. So I was two years We're old. We're going to get it. Yeah, we'll get We're it. We're going to get it again. 2061 uh, is when it will come back. Bring it on around, baby. Yep. I'm ready for it. I brought you on this sh show, even though I was supposed to do all the research and I'm having you look up stuff. I'm just, so I you know, I just, appreciate I just it. tab, I tab right over to google and uh there you go that's all, that that's gonna come in handy leave that tab open I'm leaving that, that haley's <laughs> comment tab open leave it open <laughs> so uh edmund haley was not the first scientist to try and look into the hollow earth thing but was was definitely one of the first and at the time, he was really just trying to find an explanation for how sometimes his compass didn't work properly. <laughs> like it would just have like anomalous sort of uh, readings that'd be like, hey, this is north, but my compass is like kind of going a little bit east. That's or like, what's it's like, the deal with that? What's the deal with that? I know the earth must be hollow. <laughs> Um, and not only that, but it had multiple layers of concentric shells going all the way to the center. So like that, the Russian nesting doll thing, like you were saying, that's sort of what he envisioned. And each shell has its own distinct magnetic pole is hmm. what he theorized, which is why it messes with compasses. Okay. So they're all rotating at different speeds sure. and they've all got different magnetic poles and it, 
and you know, just it sometimes your compass. Your, sometimes your compass properly. is just not going to work because uh, Earth sub one is yeah. uh, is pointing in the wrong direction. It's a little bit off today. It's a little bit it's off like today. The, it's it's the compass from Pirates of the Caribbean where it's like, oh, your your compass doesn't point north. How useless. Uh, but what if all? What if it's pointing to all this all the secret Earths? What if it's pointing to the treasure? The treasure. One-eyed Willie's treasure. In that's buried inside of the planet. Inside of the planet. That would be a good Goonies sequel is if mm. they all come back together and they go into the hollow earth. Can I make a confession? I've never seen Goonies. I had a feeling that you you were you were a person that had not seen Goonies. I'm pretty sure we've talked about this once before. I think so. <laughs> I feel bad. I feel bad. I should do it. I should actually just rip the bandaid off, you know. I got to do it. It's directed so... by Richard Donner. Um and he directed Superman, Superman. so you know. Yeah. I got All right. I'll do it. I'll yeah. do it. All right. Bye Kevin. I'm going to go watch the all movie right. now. This is a good episode. This is a good episode. <laughs> The Earth's Hollow, I think, is what we landed on. Yes. Um, so so that was Edmund Haley's idea. Next up, uh, a little bit later, a little bit later, sure. we have mathematician Leonard Euler. This would have been the 1700s. And uh, Euler believed the Earth had a thick shell. And then inside of that thick shell that we all live on, mm-hmm. there are some pieces of land. Sure. Just kind of floating in the middle of Earth. Why not? Inside of their own ocean. Mm-hmm. And also inside of there is an entire second sun. I, so I really like this version of it where it's like there's a there's a, an outside earth and then mm-hmm. there's like an inside earth and then in there there's a sun. It's just, you know, it it it's nice yeah. and symmetrical, you know? It's got all the it's got all the fi- it's got all the hits, you know? It's yeah. got all the hits from earth. It's got land, it's got sea, it's got sun. <laughs> It's like a small, it's like a different, it's a smaller pocket earth, pocket sized earth. It's it's a little baby earth. And that is, that's basically it. I mean, it's, it's the entirety of what we have out here on the outer earth, but it's on the inside. It's on the inside of earth. Yeah. And along with that, oh, you know, it wasn't just land and water, Kevin. All right. What? It was, there was, if you believe it, he claimed, Euler claimed, there was an advanced civilization of people living inside of this planet our planet right now right now is there a podcast happening on the inside of this planet right now (laughs) where kevin they're way too advanced for podcasts they would never (laughs) do they evolved past that they evolved beyond the need for podcasts they realized that was a mistake way early on Uh, there's, there's gotta be a Giorgio Tsoukalos, like, inner earth alien dude <laughs> who's talking about how there's, like, there's an earth outside of the inside earth that they're oh, on. Oh, for sure. <laughs> Actually, this is something that I came across in my research, and we are not gonna get into it here because this whole idea is just, it's way too much. But there are people who believe that we are on the inside earth. Oh. And that apparently, I don't know how true this is, so please take this with a grain of salt. Apparently there there are people who claim that there was a faction of like Nazis during World War II who also believed that we sure. were on the inside earth. Yeah. And that our earth was like concave, mm-hmm. not convex like a sphere. It wasn't sure. a sphere. So supposedly, uh, according to these claims, which are, as far as I know, unsubstantiated, but it is funny to think about. (laughs) Some of these Nazis were using math based off of the idea that they were in the inside concave Earth, uh, which caused some like miscalculations when they were like firing torpedoes at other boats and ships. All of this totally tracks. I don't know how much of that is true, but it is very funny to think about that they're just like playing battleship and being like, oh, I almost hit them. Why isn't it working? It's because your math is literally of a different world. It's just funny to think though that people believe that the Nazis thought that we were on the inner earth when we literally got uh, like Operation Patriot Paperclip, you know, the the NASA scientists yeah. <laughs> who ran our space program for years. We just stole them right from the Nazis. So we I just, think yep. 
Uh, trust me, this is that was not on my script to talk about that. But trust me, it is not the last time we're going to bring up Nazis in this episode. Oh, you know what? Um, That's, it's yeah, I understand. <laughs> every every weird historical thing. It all comes to, back to Nazis. It all comes back to them in one way or another, for good or for worse, and mostly for worse. Probably entirely for worse. <laughs> so that's what Euler believed, right? There were civilizations inside, uh, advanced civilizations inside the planet. He wasn't alone, all Ooh. right? 1947. This is like 200 years later. Dateline, 1947. Thank you. I feel like I'm there. <laughs> uh, polar explorer Admiral Richard Byrd flew reconnaissance missions over the North Pole. During these reconnaissance missions, he recorded flying over a mysterious land beyond the North Pole, which he called the center of the great unknown. It was described as having lush green areas where no greenery should have been. What? Everything should be frozen. Yes, of course. Three years later, all right, he flew over the South Pole and discovered an entrance into the hollow earth an entrance inside wow. of Earth. Yeah, yeah. He went there. I'm with he him. He flew into it. Not, didn't walk in. Didn't walk in. Flew into it. Yeah. Flew into the Earth and had a meeting with a civilization of advanced beings. Ooh. Now, and I'm just now realizing this, but a lot of what I've just said came directly from the Ancient Aliens episode. <laughs> um, so everything I've said so far has, has basically come from the, that f- five-minute clip from one Ancient Aliens episode sure. that we're going to spend this entire episode sure. debunking. I'm just now re- realizing that even they got the dates wrong yeah. <laughs> in their own thing. Yeah. So Admiral Byrd had a secret diary and that diary was written as 1947. Like mm-hmm. it was dated 1947. So it sure. wouldn't have been three years after 1947. It would have been 1947. It, it was 1947. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know why Ancient Aliens said three years after. That's, yeah, that's, that's weird. their own fault. I don't know why. <laughs> I, I caught that just now. Three years later in the same year. <laughs> We're not even at the section where I'm trying to debunk ancient aliens yet. I just found another flub in their whole thing. So I want to read you this diary entry from Admiral Byrd, who flew in to the Earth, met a civilization of advanced people. And we're going to have some more diary entries later. Bird but flew. Bird flew in. That's exactly oh, right. Too good to be true. It's all lining up. Mm-hmm. A little too good to be true, if you ask me. Mm-hmm. But uh, he flew in, met this, met these people, came out, and started like telling people his story. And then his diary entry on March 11th, 1947, read, I have just attended a staff meeting at the Pentagon. So this is after his, after he met the people, after came his visit, back, yeah. had a staff meeting at the Pentagon. I have stated fully my discovery and the message from the master. The master <laughs> is the leader of these people, presumably. Yeah, I watched Doctor Who. Yeah, exactly. We, <laughs> it's a very Doctor Who centered episode around here. <laughs> uh, he continues, all is duly recorded. The president has been advised. I am now Detained for several hours, six hours, 39 minutes to be exact. I am interviewed intently by top security forces and a medical team. It was an ordeal! Five exclamation points. I am placed under strict control via the national security provisions of this United States of America. I am, all caps, ordered to remain silent in regard to all that I have learned on the behalf of humanity! Four exclamation points. Incredible, he says. True believers! I am reminded that I am a military man and I must obey orders. So this is what ancient aliens, even the sh- they didn't mention this quote. This is just a quote from that secret diary sure. that I found online. Yeah. But they do talk about in the episode how he was brought to the government and told to like, stop talking about this. Yeah, stop, stop talking ta- about this. Don't, don't bring it up. Don't bring it up. Yeah. All right. And then his secret diary was found and published later in life, presumably. Sure. Um, and, and you know, we're going to 
get back to that. (laughs) So they, they talk about how he was ordered to be silenced because it would be an enormous paradigm. If people found out that there was a whole civilization than us living inside of earth, it would shatter everything we know about our own planet and even our own species. Every single thing we know. Everything. Would be jiggled, jiggled to its very core. (laughs) Everything is jiggling. My understanding of the world is jiggling. It wouldn't shatter, it would jiggle. You're right. So that's where we're at. Okay. That's where we're at in this in this theory. Sure. Okay? But is any of this true? Is it true? Did all of these mathematicians and explorers from long past, did they get it right? And did the government just cover it up all this time? What do you, I'm asking I, you're, you. Oh, know? you're asking uh, me. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, I, uh, I only did that part of the research. So you're, you have to de- debunk all this for me, Oh, please? okay. Uh, um, I'm going to go so. with uh, yes. Oh, cool. That's um, the end of our show. That's it, I guess. Or <laughs> alternatively, how no. about we, uh, <laughs> alternatively, no. <laughs> how about, uh, how about we look into a lot, all these claims? Yeah, let's. let's How does that sound? Let's just just like take take them one by one. Let's take them one by one. Look at the evidence and exactly. uh, make a reasonable decision. Yeah. About the claims, and uh, let's do that right after this little break. Products and services break. <laughs> We had to stop saying a break for products and services just because we're going to also have an ad-free version of the show. Uh. So, like, it doesn't make sense to be, like, right after products and services. And then there will definitely be nothing. Yeah. Yep. No, I I, I hear you. How about we jump? How about we take a nice cannonball deep dive into the hollow earth? Yeah. Can you join me into the ocean of earth? I will hold your hand as we dive Yay. in. Yay. Thank you. I was scared. So, that actually helps me. Um. As we talked about at the start, this idea of a hollow earth is a very old idea. Um, This is going to sound incredibly serendipitous if you've watched my latest video on my YouTube channel about memes. But uh, a line from Act 3, Scene 2 of A Midsummer Night's Dream seems to uh, indicate the idea that uh, that the hollow earth was around. This concept of a hollow earth has been around since at least the 1500s. The line reads, I'll believe as soon this whole earth may be bored and that the moon may through the center creep and so displease her brother's noontide with antipodes i uh, you know that was a wonderful shakespeare reading right there i'm thank you i'm i didn't study at all i'm just naturally naturally gifted, gifted you know yeah kenneth branagh you know get out of here bum get out of here make room for scott and Icewander. that's me <laughs> juilliard i'm coming so that i mean the idea here obviously it's just, it just paints a visual that like one could tunnel into the earth and pass through to the other side sort mm. of a thing uh it's definitely more poetic than anything yeah. it's not tr- it's not trying to be scientific as we said edmund haley was one of the first to latch onto it scientifically and sincerely something i didn't mention in the first half was that uh haley even believed that the aurora borealis the little lights in the sky uh was the luminous atmosphere from the inner world oh. escaping into our own. Oh, okay. So it was this idea that the atmosphere from the inside Earth was leaking out sure. uh, into our own. And, I, and again, a, a lot of these theories claim or did claim at the time that the way to get into the center of the earth was usually through the poles. So mm. it would make sense that like the Aurora Borealis would happen near yeah. the poles or, or, you know, just that's, around those areas. That's where the inner earth cow farts go up into the sky. <laughs> that's right. That's right. <laughs> and, and, and illuminate the, the sky See, at night. Well, <laughs> he was thinking it was like, you know, their, their atmosphere escaping. They were just polluting. The yeah. inside earth was polluting all over our beautiful gorgeous just earth oh god dare yeah. they? they're the worst it's, their, it's honestly their fault it's that their we're all, fault climate uh, change is all climate them. change is all inner earth people's faults we can't Let's do anything them. about it i i don't want to blame me and us i'd rather blame <laughs> someone else so i'm gonna blame the inside people Let's, yeah the inside earth people inside earth people i'm sure we could go to war with them oh we will um today however <laughs> 
We do know that the uh, Aurora Borealis occurs uh, not because of atmosphere escaping from the inside what? of it. I know, shocker. Uh, you know, it's just solar winds interacting with the Earth's magnetic field. Oh, it just causes- weren't you talking about magnets earlier and how oh. and how and how compasses sometimes don't work right? Oh yeah, oh yeah, Kevin, I sure was. <laughs> because Edmund Haley, once again, the the guy who came up with this idea, or at least theorized about this idea, solely because he was trying to figure out why his compass didn't work sometimes. Like we now know there are much simpler reasons for why there could be <laughs> magnetic anomalies. Like, for example, a nearby lightning strike can mess with the magnetism of an area or even just like rocks in the ground that have minerals in them that certain minerals can mess with the the magnetism in in, inside of compasses. So like it's all much simpler explanations. Like what's what do you think is simpler to believe? This idea that there's an entire society (laughs) of a second Earth inside of our Earth, um, which to be fair is not really what he he didn't believe the society part. He just believed that there were he just believed that there's another different yeah concentric Earths inside of Earth within an Earth within an Earth within an Earth, and then eventually you got to Rhode Island. (laughs) It all leads to all roads lead to Rhode Island. Is that easier to believe or is it easier to believe? And not even easier. Is it more likely, is it less challenging to believe that sometimes rocks just have things that mess with magnets? I don't know. Magnets are weird, man. Magnets are weird. We've discussed this on the show before. Honestly, this one's a toss up for me. This Um, one's a real toss up. (laughs) You're like, are you, wait, you're saying that this, this rock emits a, a, a a invisible force? (laughs) Yeah, you know what? Honestly, this is a good point. I'm going to move on. (laughs) Haley could be on to something here. But at the very least, we still have mathematician Leonard Euler. Remember him? I remember him. From early, from minutes ago? Yeah. Yeah, he was the guy who was like, there is an advanced civilization inside of Earth with a whole sun and other, other, like a body of water and other islands and things like that. Yeah. So important to note about Euler here. He didn't really ever say these things mm-hmm. that people claim. I mean, ancient aliens, this clip, this again, this five minute clip from this one episode goes into detail about how he claimed all of those things that I said. That's just simply not true. In 19 or er, in 1738, Euler published a paper on the shape of the Earth in which he considered the Earth not hollow, but as a fluid mass and predicted that it would bulge at the equator, which, by the way, which it, it does. Whoa! <laughs> hey, how about that? Leonard, yeah. Leonard Euler nailing the shape of the Earth. <laughs> which is not to say that the entirety, I mean, there are definitely molten parts inside of the Earth. Sure. There are molten layers. The entirety of it is not molten so he was like a little off there but it's at least closer to to modern theories than than a hollow earth which again he never said that the earth was hollow he said the earth was a stuffed crust it wasn't like a it wasn't like a regular pizza. He there, said he said the earth was a big water balloon. Uh what is that? That's a, a an obloid or something like yeah, that. Yeah, an o- oblate spheroid. Oblate spheroid. That's the that's the word. That's I think the I ticket. I pulled that out of my head you, there. You that was out of all of the the hair that I'm growing for this episode on top of my head, it it has cleared up space in my brain to like yeah. all this information is like, oh, remember that? Remember that now? Right. Right. Oblate spheroid. Do you because remember oblate like, spheroid? It's like when you have a hollow earth or like a mm-hmm. hollow head. Like a hollow head earth. And you yeah. keep a hollow head earth and you're keeping the hair on the inside. There's not enough yeah. room for the thinking. So you got to let the no. hair out. It's like cobwebs. You got to let your hair grow <laughs> you gotta out. let the hair grow out. So and, it's out of your brain yeah. and on the outside of your That head. was actually the, the, the fifth humor that, that people had to... <laughs> You yeah, know, yeah, yeah. Brain uh, hair. Brain yeah. hair. <laughs> Blood, phlegm, brain hair, whatever the other ones are. <laughs> Bile, I Bile. think. I don't know. <laughs> 
Uh, see, I'm remembering things because <laughs> of my head hairs out of the way. My brain hair. I don't know if anything we're saying is making I've <laughs> making sense to anyone. We're having a good time. We're having. I think that's all that matters. It's not like whether you win or lose the game, and it's it's the fun that you had that matters. As long as we're laughing, listeners, you should also be laughing. La- laughing. You should be laughing. You should be laughing at us. All right, I'm deteriorating. Euler, <laughs> as I was saying, never suggested the Earth was uh, hollow. In fact, the main reason why people might think that Euler thought that is because in 1835, he wrote about a hollow earth but only as a thought experiment not a legitimate scientific query or hypothesis or anything like that and it's probably a thought experiment that you may have heard i remember hearing about this when i was a kid like this is something that you know older people would ask me to just test my intelligence metal or whatever to be like oh how smart is this kid it's this idea that if you drilled a hole all the way through the earth and you dropped a, a rock inside the hole what would happen Hmm. And like when you're a kid, you're like, well, things fall, right? So it would fall out the other side. Right. But That's it not probably it. Probably wouldn't. It would probably fall down to the center of gravity. Well, first of all, if you drill the hole into the center of the earth, all of the atmosphere would leak out and pollute everything as we've discussed yeah Yeah. as we've discussed so that's immediately no good just don't do that just bad news bears yeah but i mean have you heard that have you heard that question i've heard that question i've heard of it i believe it might have been uh it might have been on a looney tunes perhaps Mm. i'm not sure uh yeah you know i think i think i think the way it was phrased to me is like if you rather than throwing something in or dropping something in it was like if you jumped into that hole like would you come out the other side? And like as a kid, I was like, I don't know, probably. Like, nah. That's because when I was a kid, I had all the I had all the brain hair taken. You had all that brain, brain hair. Yeah, I was bald since I was born. <laughs> Never had hair. Oh, poor Scott. But yeah, so that's that is the only thing that he ever wrote about a hollow Earth. It's possible that someone may have misread this thought experiment and thought that he was being genuine about it, which is so weird because he's. The way that he writes about it is so clearly like, sure, if you imagine doing this and then he c- continues to be like, this could never happen. But for the sake of this ex- yeah. thought, he, think about like, it's Euler so trotted not- out, you know, a trolley problem and everybody's like, Euler yeah. tied people to the train tracks. That's exactly right. <laughs> and so people just continued pushing this idea forward and forward and forward without checking any sources until it just inevitably, inevitably became this idea of like, oh yeah, the, this great mathematician once claimed that the earth could be hollow and that there's people living <gasps> on the inside. I don't even know where that part comes from. Definitely <laughs> doesn't talk about people on the inside. <laughs> I have no idea. Uh, I mean, I think it's just safe to assume that if there is uh, another Earth inside of our Earth, then it probably uh-huh. followed the same exact evolutionary pattern uh, yeah, yeah. as as we did, you know? That's or better. Or better, you know? Because they're an advanced society. So. And frogs became the, the top species. Well, it's interesting, too, because, like, whenever, you, whenever there's, like, a thing about, like, mole people, like, that conspiracy about mole people or whatever, like, yeah. I'm thinking, like, Fantastic Four or something like it's never like a super advanced society like like these theories are claiming it's always just like you know these creatures who haven't seen the sun and like they're just like animals or whatever so like in that regard it's it's like weird that there's sort of these two approaches of like it's either a super advanced society of people living on the the inside or it is like very primitive or even like journey to the center of the earth was like dinosaurs and things it's like (laughs) yeah it's it's, it's it's hard to know which way it's gonna go. Is it the it's, past or is it the future? It's it's one way or the other. There's no like middle middle of the road. We're like, oh, it's just more people down there, and it's pretty much the same thing. And yeah. uh, they're also they also have a they also have a Ted Cruz, and he's also kind of shitty. Oh, man, that sucks. <laughs> That sucks. Inner Earth Ted Cruz, like the exact same person. And like, ah, oh, man, how did that happen? That's, I mean, as we've discussed, the only difference between our outside Earth and the inside Earth is that they just don't have podcasts. Yeah. And so everything else is the same. <laughs> 
which feel and you would think it would make much more of a difference but, but it doesn't no. the only thing is that joe rogan isn't a household name down there yeah that's the only the only the only real benefit is is no joe rogan yeah that's a huge win huge w huge w for insider gotta say so that's that takes care of Haley and that's that's Haley so so tell me about the the flying bird man the admiral this is this is the juiciest one are you ready for this I I think I think my body is ready all right Admiral Bird this guy who flew a plane into the center of the earth had a secret diary I have I have more entries from this secret diary are you ready I'm ready these are good these are really good so when he flew into to the center of the earth he was greeted by the people of this civilization and he writes the radio man and i are taken from the aircraft and we are received in a most cordial manner we were then boarded on a small platform like conveyance with no wheels exclamation point (laughs) whoa (laughs) it moves us towards the glowing city with great swiftness as we approach the city seems to be made of a crystal material soon we arrive at a large building that is a type I have never seen before. It appears to be right out of the design board of Frank Lloyd Wright, or perhaps more correctly, out of a Buck Rogers setting. What? Two exclamation points. He's really impressed. He did a double exclamation Double exclamation. He's, he's, a yeah. Buck Rogers setting? Buck Rogers. Yeah. yeah. We are given, he continues, we are given some type of warm beverage, which tasted like nothing I have ever savored before. <laughs> I wish you went into more detail about that. Yeah. <laughs> we're just, we're given a warm beverage. <laughs> we, we a warm beverage. Ah. And like, they give him a, did they give him like a cup of pee or something like that? <laughs> Like all these, all like it would be so funny if they, if Bird and his like radio man were just like, this is a great honor. They're like accepting us, and all the people on the inside are like, do you think they're gonna drink our pee? Do like, do you think we can get them to drink our pee? Like, just tell them it's apple juice. Just tell them it's like a sacred beverage that's like greeting them. Like, dude, I don't think they're they're not gonna do it. They're, they're, not gonna gonna do it. they're, they're totally gonna do it, man. Oh, well, this Admiral is delicious. Bird. It's like nothing I've ever tasted before. They drank it. <laughs> the radio man was bare grills, and he's like, "This tastes familiar." <laughs> And then he continues, there's someone named, as we discussed, the master, Mm -hmm. uh, who I believe is supposed to be the leader of these people. And they warned him, they warned Bird to stop using atomic weapons for it would bring a nuclear holocaust for all the people on the outside Earth. Mm. Uh, This master says, quote, we see at a great distance a new world stirring from the ruins of your race, seeking its lost and legendary treasures as they will be here. My son, he calls him my son. It's cute. My son. Uh, It's (laughs) safe in our keeping, he says. When that time arrives... We shall come forward again to help revive your culture and your race. Perhaps by then you will have learned the futility of war and its strife. And after that time, certain of your culture and science will be returned for your race to begin anew. You, my son, <laughs> are to return to the surface world with this message. Is this guy Jor-El? <laughs> I mean, a, a, a world of crystal, crystal-like materials? <laughs> Maybe. My son. It's I, I just think of Marlon Brando in Superman. <laughs> My son. You will be you will protect this great <laughs> earth. And and if could you just drink this beverage? Just, It'll, it's going to help. I promise it's going to help you. Could, could you just drink this warm beverage? It's going to give you like a ton of confidence to go and tell people to stop using bombs. Just it's going to trust me on this it's one. It's going to open your mind's mind palace yeah. to. It's like it's you're going to get all the cool knowledge that we have. Just you, just you, if you drink it, please. Could you like just take it? Just like take a sip. It'd be funny. It'd be funny. I mean, good. It'd be good. It'd be great. That. My son. My son. <laughs> My son. <laughs> So that's the message that Bird left with, right? He had to, he came back with this message from this inside race of people being like, you need to stop using nuclear weapons. And when he started trying to tell people about this, that's when he had that meeting at the Pentagon. They were like, don't tell anyone. And he was like, okay, I guess I won't. But he did write it down in his diary. Or did he? Did he? Big question. There are some issues with this diary. Oh. And the legitimacy of this diary. Mm. And and I'm going to give Ancient Alien 
explains this. This was tricky to track down. Sure. But there are things that have debunked this going decades back. Yeah. All right. It's not a new thing that people have discovered. This is decades and decades. It's just not well known. Ancient aliens didn't do the legwork. I it's a it's so shocking to hear. (laughs) And I hate disappointing you, Kevin. But unfortunately, we're at the situation again where maybe they didn't do a great job academically. Oh, boy. But that's why I had to. Yeah. So firstly, big first problem. The dates don't line up. We kind of touched on this earlier (laughs) about and really just it seems like people don't have a really clear account of what even this theory is or when it happened because a lot of the the actual diary entries say that he's going to the north pole sure again the ancient astronauts episode i believe said he was going to the south pole in 1947 sure which is true he did go to the south pole in 1947 but this diary was also in 1947 at the same time mm. going to the north pole right so we have some confusion here where the die if if we just ignore that ancient aliens definitely got some dates wrong as we discussed sure. earlier and we just go off the diary itself yeah, the, yeah, this yeah primary diary source sure the diary says he's going to the north pole in february of 1947 that's when he flies into the center of the earth right however during also february of 1947 bird was literally on the other side of the earth at the south pole as a part of a u.s navy antarctic expedition called Operation High Jump that was not only well documented, but it was filmed and even <laughs> won an Academy Award in 1948 for Best Documentary. Uh, so, so, like, so 1947, <laughs> February 1947, the, yeah. the secret diary says, I'm going, I'm, I'm, I'm North Pole it up. Yeah. But we know for a fact, based on the Academy Award winning Best Documentary, that Admiral Byrd was not there. He was on the literal opposite side he was he was on the south pole super opposite side doing his high jumps Mm -hmm, in -hmm. a documentary that is that is quite a a paradox that is a conundrum it's it's especially hard because he didn't return from the north pole until april of 1947 okay um, which would be a couple months after he was supposed to be also at the south pole sure like it's hard to be in two places at once unless he just flew through the, the center of the earth. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe it's quicker that way. Who knows? Then there's also just other problems with like the the fact that he did write about one flight that he had from the from the 1920s. He wrote about how he had some issues with his plane. There was like a bad oil leak and and things like that. And then in this diary, again, like decades later, like almost exactly two decades later, he has the exact same problem with the exact same engine on two different flights. Yeah. And it just, it feels like it would be wild odds that that would happen. It feels perhaps just throwing yeah. a, throwing an idea out there that somebody took something from his 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 published book yeah did a, a like highlighted it in word hit exactly. control c and then control v'd it over yes. into a new document and You're said picking it up said admiral bird super secret diary <laughs> you you're not far off kevin you are not far off so yes he wrote about having this exact engine issue had it again the exact same thing on this supposed secret diary flight nearly two decades later over two decades later and uh it feels exactly like that it feels like someone just heard about it wrote about it again maybe it was bird maybe it wasn't guess what it wasn't it wasn't bird it wasn't allegedly (laughs) i will We'll say this. Allegedly, this secret diary was not written by Admiral Byrd. Oh. At least there's nothing directly pointing to that secret diary. If you track back where this secret diary comes from, mm-hmm. it actually makes its first appearance from a secret organization from Missouri called the Society for a Complete Earth. Okay. Basically, they're like hollow earth truth. Basically, so Uh, they they sort of want this to be true anyway. (laughs) Its founder, uh, Tawani Wakawa Sush or Saush, 
claimed uh, he was a retired U.S. Marine and a pilot whose goal was to fly a dirigible into one of the polar openings and establish contact with the Ariani, uh, which he <laughs> says are tall, blonde, blue-eyed super race. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. We oh, have no. Aryans. <laughs> Do you know what language? And he says the language they spoke was very much like German. Oh, oh no. no. Nazis. <laughs> and uh, hey, this happened once again, just to remind you, in the 1940s. Oh, oh no. No, we got them Nazis. <laughs> so. <laughs> I got Nazis in my hollow earth. You got Nazis in the hollow earth. The, the earth's full of Nazis. You, you can't get them out once you, once they're in there, you know. It's, it's, <laughs> it's hard to get. You can't wash them out of there. <laughs> if they're just stained in. No, thanks. <laughs> so that is where this diary comes from. This this guy, Sush, sold copies of this supposed diary, which was claimed to be like a suppressed secret diary by Admiral Byrd sure. during the North Pole flight of 1947. So like this, this is where it comes from. It does not come from Admiral Byrd. It comes from someone who is basically writing fan fiction about what they wanted to do. Admiral <laughs> like, Byrd fan fiction. Yeah, because this guy was a pilot, wanted to do, wanted to fly into one of these polar openings it, as if there were any. Sure. And then establish contact with this inner civilization. So he of Nazis. wrote Yeah, he wrote exactly. So he wrote about this person who may have come the closest yeah. in, in his eyes and then just said like, yeah, he probably did it and here's how I think it went. Yeah. <laughs> but then sold it as a legitimate thing yeah. to try and make try and make some money. You know, I would love to do uh just I would love to do a, a my own separate podcast on fake diaries being published as like literature or real things you know yeah you, you got this you got uh go ask alice which is 100 percent not a real diary you got that one uh was it the satan seller uh so many oh my gosh so, so many there's so many fake ones so that's that's Admiral Byrd. That's that whole thing. That's an 0 for 3 right there. That's an 0 for 3. So I don't know if this hollow earth theory holds much water. Um, well, it wouldn't because it's hollow. You know, water, water would just come right out. But remember how I said at the very start of this episode that in 2014, scientists did find a bunch of water, an enormous ocean, in fact, inside of the Earth, Earth's mantle. Yes. So we're start. We're ending where we started. Whoa! Here, all right. I like when when things circle back, back around. Yeah. It's a, it's very satisfying. Coming full circle here. So as I said, this is a real thing. There is like tons and tons and tons and tons of water inside of the Earth, like more than all of the oceans. Sure. Combined three times over. There's like so much water inside of the Earth. It is around 250 to 400 miles down, which is 400 uh, to 640 kilometers down. I have to do the conversion because Tristan. Tristan's not here. Yeah. yeah. 600, 640 kilometers in Canadian, you know. In Canadian. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Thank you. So at those at those uh, depths, there's what's called the mantle transition zone, which is located between the lower mantle and the upper mantle. And that area contains a rock called ringwoodite that is under so much pressure and the temperature at those depths is just right that water is literally being squeezed out of these rocks. Ooh. So the quote here from, from the scientists who sort of did this discovery is, quote, it's a rock with water along the boundaries between the grains, almost as if they're sweating. Oh, I would like to see a sweaty rock. It's a sweaty rock. So when Ancient Aliens, the TV show, yeah. claims and, and and uses this claim to say that there's an ocean of water, sure. a vast body of water inside of the Earth, that's simply not true. Oh, okay. There is water, a lot of it, but it's not an ocean. It's not like a body of water that you could swim in. You know what I mean? It's not like how a lot of these claims about hollow earth or like there's an ocean and there's land inside sure. of there there's tons of water but it's like it's just a bunch of sweaty rocks sweaty moist rocks just 
you know, they're just down there. It's like that. It's like they're just doing yard work and they come in. <laughs> it's a hot day. It's a hot day. And uh, these rocks just won't they they won't stop sweating, even with a nice tall yeah. glass of cool lemonade. Exactly. Uh, they're just going to they're just going to sweat because um, they're it's what they do best. It's what they do best. It's it is smelly. I will say that. <laughs> <laughs> that that's the only reason why we don't drill down further like, into oh, the earth to find oof. this stuff. It was like, oof, it is the is. YMCA locker room in there. <laughs> it is rank down there. <laughs> no, thank you. <laughs> so that's just a little bit of deception they did on their part to try and make, try and take that real sort of scientific discovery and try and make it into like a this changes everything everything could could this point to the idea that there's a hollow earth and society is inside of there it's like no no absolutely it doesn't not. they're diff- totally different things um but kudos to them for at least saying one sort of real scientific discovery oh they did say th- they said a real thing <laughs> they said a real thing which is that in 2014 oh okay this was discovered i thought but... i thought uh, aside from the thing that they yeah. The real thing that they got horrifically wrong. <laughs> no, they did everything else wrong. And just to, and just to sort of wrap up this episode, I sort of want to reflect a little bit on Edmund Haley because when he made this claim about the concentric Earths that spin at different rates and have their own sort of magnetic poles, he was proposing this theory in a space where at the time that was like a well-reasoned effort to try and explain this observed phenomenon that he was, you know, seeing, which was all the the anomalous magnetic readings he was getting from, from his compass. So like, it's really easy for us to look back at this with a modern lens and be like, no, no, dude, (laughs) It, it definitely, you definitely don't have to craft this entire thing about earths within earths, shifting and spinning right. and, and and just because your magnet was messed up your, your compass was messed up but at the time it was like a, a genuine theory based or not even a theory just a genuine like hypothesis that he was trying to place inside of what we knew about the world right but even still even at that time Haley himself wrote quote if I shall seem to advance anything that looks like extravagant or romantic the reader is desired to suspend his censure till he have considered the force and number of the many arguments which concur to make good so new and so bold a supposition. Basically saying that like, hey, I know that this is a wild idea that I'm proposing and I am not asking anyone to believe me until we have the evidence, the the fact-based evidence, the scientific evidence to support this. Yeah. And then when they didn't, when they were faced with the idea that like, oh, actually there are definite, there are better explanations for this. There's nothing really to support this idea of concentric earth spinning at different rates with different magnetic poles inside of the, the the center of our planet. Like they just, they were like, well, that's the end of that theory. That's the end of that theory. And they, moved on and that is like that is how the scientific method is supposed to work yeah you can you can make these wild hypotheses but as if you follow the scientific method and you come to it and you go actually this doesn't quite work then like move on yeah that's what you got to do you got to find the next find the next thing that that actually supports change what you believe uh about it uh work around it and and come up with a new hypothesis and test the crap out of that test it test it again follow the the evidence and don't just don't just keep pushing this idea that like a hollow earth that just is doesn't really have anything supporting it zero there's no evidence of a hollow earth there's yeah. none there's you know none. you know if admiral bird uh if that diary was real maybe i believe it but it's not and it's full of nazis so <laughs> it's 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 too full of nazis it's too full of nazis for me to get on board and i don't want it and i don't believe it so yeah. <laughs> but the reason I don't believe it is because there's no evidence to support it and all the evidence points to it not being real. So there you go. The only thing hollow is this theory. An earth theory. Oh boy. Oh boy. Uh oh. Copyright Matt Pat. (laughs) 
This podcast is over now. <laughs> Copyright strike. Kevin, thank you so much for joining me. I feel like I just, I had so much to get through and I feel like I talked over you a lot and oh, I apologize for that. It's it, it was a lovely ride. Beginning, middle and end. Uh, I had a blast. Well, I had a blast with you being here and just honestly, it just gives me an opportunity to like say, look at all this stuff I found and I guess to get to shout it at somebody. Yeah, you're that, I, you're I, somebody. you know what? I like being shouted out, you know? Just, Perfect. Just shout at, shout at me whenever you want. I'll do that. Where's the best place I can shout at you? So you can find me on my podcast, which is Pixelit. Uh, we have a website, pixelitpod.com. We have a Twitter, at pixelitpod, and it's the same on Instagram, at pixelitpod. Or if you just want to follow me, you can find me on Twitter, at the Arcadeologist. Perfect. We're going to have all those links in the description of the show notes. Uh, so please go check them out. You can also follow Probs Not Aliens on Twitter if you want more updates from us. I have a YouTube channel called NerdSync, N-E-R-D-S-Y-N-C. I made a video recently about comic book memes that has a weird Shakespearean tie to it at the end. So if you're interested to know what that's about, go check it out. Thank you for writing reviews to everyone. Everyone who writes reviews, we really appreciate it. It means the world to me. To it also means the world to you. I'm, I, I'm deciding I mean, I, that I, now. I, I, it means the world to me. I it like, means the world to Kevin. Don't you it, want Kevin to be happy? Really, only five star reviews for probably uh, it's probably not aliens makes me happy. If you're you for saying that, if you're doing the the old four star meme, stop it. It's old. Don't do it anymore. It's an old we meme. Don't like it. Old that's, meme. That's so 2021. Dead meme. <laughs> It's 2022. Five stars. Five stars only. That's the new meme. <laughs> Wouldn't it be funny if we got everyone to rate us five stars? That would be so funny. As a joke, you know. And then and then we get them to drink this pee. Really and then we get to yeah. drink this little, this warm yeah. beverage. That would be really fun. Yeah, it's a savory warm beverage. <laughs> and uh, you can also just tell your friends about this show. Tell them about this show. That's how podcasts grow is through word of mouth. And uh you know, we really appreciate it. The best place you can send your friends is probsnotaliens.com. That's got links to everything. It's got links to Apple Podcasts and Spotify and Google and all, literally every place our podcast is. So best place to send them. And uh, yeah, as I said at the start, Tristan is not here, so he will be back next week. Uh, so on behalf of him, I suppose, thank you once again to Kevin for being here. And remember, folks, the truth is out there. Probably. Probably not aliens.com. Oh, we need a, yeah, we need like a website jingle. That's pretty good. <laughs>